This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to AMR Trains, a podcast about training and racing and endurance sports. I'm Dimity McDowell, co-founder of Another Mother Runner. And I'm Sarah Wessner Flynn, joining you, Dimity, on a very dismal, rainy, cold day here in Maryland. That's what it's like here in Denver as well. And the only thing that's lighting me up, Sarah, right now is after this podcast, I'm going to get my hair cut. And you know that <sighs> every haircut like has a possibility to just like change your life, right? <laughs> yes. And I need one so bad. But you say rain and haircut and immediately I'm like, oh, the blowout's just not going to last as long as it should. <laughs> you have long, beautiful hair. Like I, I've never, I've never had a blowout my life actually well probably I had one on my wedding day they style it right maybe that's a blowout mm-hmm. right that's what it is yeah okay. you know like with the big round brush I mean you have very thick yes. enviable hair I should say and you probably don't need all the work that I need on my hair like if I were to get a haircut today the style would not last more than you know a few hours because of the rain I like to schedule haircuts on low humidity dry days and then I can like <laughs> Take the style and the blowout and it'll, it'll last for a few days. That is good. That, yeah. And how do you have that superpower or do you just kind of hope for the best? Lots of dry shampoo. Lots yep. of dry shampoo. I love it. I love yep. it. So here we are a few days away from the holidays, which is crazy. Christmas is like, what, five days from now. Yeah. And I'm totally, I'm totally not ready, but yeah, here we are. <laughs> here we are. I know. Well, so tell me, like, so I'm curious. I know you've got a, you have four kids. You've got a lot of shopping, that kind of thing. But I'm curious, do you work out on Christmas day? I try. I try my best. It really helps me center myself after a very chaotic morning. And I try to find some time in the daytime or maybe late morning since, you know, the kids get up really early um, to go out and do something. Last year, I took Maeve out for a run in the stroller. It was kind of like a chilly, but normal, like not super cold day. Um, I've done Peloton rides, things like that. It's just really nice for me to kind of like have time to myself because, you know, Christmas is a sensory overload for yes, everybody. Yes. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what I do too. I mean, I, I, you know, now it's a little bit different cause my kids are older, but yeah, you're up early. You've been up late the night before. If, you know, if Santa brought presents under the tree and you're kind of just firing on all cylinders for a very long time. And then, yeah. And then you get past the gift opening and then you're just like, Oh, okay. So now they've got things to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I love a workout on Christmas day, I will say. And then, and because then usually after that, you know, we go celebrate more with family. So it's like that pause in between. So I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. 
So talking about holidays and workouts, we're obviously rounding the bend into the new year. And one thing that's probably on many of our minds is staying or getting healthier in 2023. Or maybe it's going after a goal or getting on a slightly better track after being derailed by the holidays. So today we're going to cover two of our Another Mother Runner programs aimed to do just that. Yes. Yeah, so we're introducing the leader of our brand spanking new program, Many Nutritious Miles. And then we're going to keep the theme going with a little refresher on Many Happy Miles. That said, don't turn off this podcast. <laughs> we didn't just turn into the QVC channel, I promise. We're going to get some great nutrition tips for the holidays, as well as hear some real life tales from amazing mother runners. First up, we have Jen Giles, who's a return guest to AMR Trains. Just as a refresher, Jen is a sports nutritionist, mom of four, and a runner who lives in Ridgefield, Connecticut. Jen has a master's degree in nutrition, a second one in physiology, and she's a registered dietitian and board-certified specialist in sports dietetics. And since we last had Jen on, she has joined the AMR team as one of our dietitians. Ellie Kempton is the other one, of course. And she'll be heading up Many Nutritious Miles, a 12-month group program that focuses on a different aspect of nutrition monthly. The program starts on January 1st of this year, and it goes through December of 2023, December 31st. So it's a year-long program, which is really cool. We are so excited to have Jen bring her relatable experience to the AMR community. So Welcome, Jen. Nice to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm so very much looking forward to being a part of this team and a part of this program. Sweet, sweet. So for people who didn't listen to the podcast that we did in October, which was about pre-race nutrition, share your athletic background with us and the special birthday event that you just did recently. <laughs> so fun, right? So I was a youth athlete, high school athlete, but not anything spectacular. So never played sports in college, but when I got to college, I wanted to do something active. So I thought I should just buy a pair of running shoes. So I did one day buy a pair of running shoes and the rest is kind of history. That was 30 some odd years ago because I re I've never stopped running ever. So <laughs> quick, quick, quick question. Did you buy them at Lady Foot Locker? Was that where you <laughs> buy your first pair of late running shoes? No, but that's so funny. I bought them at a small little shoe store in Maine and I think it's actually still there. And I think it was just a mom and pop little running store. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was it was so random because I really hated running as a youth athlete. Hated it. I played softball. Whenever they would make us run, I would make some kind of excuse. Like I had a cramp, <laughs> whatever. So I was, I think I should have been voted like least likely to run. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, so you haven't stopped running and, and tell us what you did for your, was it your 50th birthday or a friend's 50th birthday? I can't remember. Well, it was all of ours. So uh, three of my friends from high school, believe it or not, because I wasn't a runner back then, they were. Okay. <laughs> decided we were going to run a half marathon for our 50th birthday at a destination. We just wanted to go somewhere. So we researched all these halves and obviously we all have kids and jobs and lives. So it was really hard to find a date that all three of us could go, but we did. We found one in Florida and it was the St. Pete's half marathon run fest. And uh, we traveled down there for the weekend and just had a blast. We ran it. It was hot, hot, hot in the beginning and humid. Then it poured rain on us. Squishy <laughs> oh, like, socks, squishy shoes, blisters, all the kind of stuff. But obviously, as any runner knows, it doesn't matter because once you finish, you're like just so thrilled that you even did it. So uh, we had a really great time, but it was a great way to celebrate our 50th birthdays and just to celebrate being runners. That's so fun. Well, going switching gears a little bit, we're going to put you on the spot. Uh, not talk about running, but talk about your favorite holiday treat. What is it? And why? There are so many, but honestly, my current favorite treat, and if anybody is a fan of Trader Joe's, 
they have these mini gingerbread cookies. And on one side, there's like this little frosting and Mm -hmm. they are delish. And it's got like just enough ginger spice to just, you know, be awesome. They're like burst of flavor in your mouth. Oh my gosh. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm like, hmm, I need to go to Trader Joe's and get them because it's been indulging the past couple of days. Yeah. So I love them. <laughs> what, what about you, Sarah? Okay, well, I'll jump in. And what I was thinking yesterday, like, oh, I have to make this is Christmas crack. If you guys have that, it's like the saltine crackers and the melted dark chocolate and salt and sea salt. Oh my gosh, it's great. So I love that stuff. I can wow. eat that by like the bowl. Do you make it with like, just like chocolate chips or what kind of chocolate? Yeah, you just smell it. Like I get like the Giardelli, which is like the, you know, really yummy dark chocolate. And then yes. I just use that. Um, I also like the magic bars. It's kind of the same sweet and salty, but like the graham cracker with the butter base. And then you have coconut and chocolate. <laughs> I basically just want anything sweet and salty all the time. Especially sweet and salty. All right. All mm-hmm. right. I like it. I like it. What about you? I mean, I am also a Trader Joe's fan and I like their dark chocolate, like mint stars that have the little white you know, I don't know how to say it, the non, how do you say that? Non-perial or non-perial. Mm-hmm. non-perial. We had this in our, our gingerbread house party the other day. I bought a bunch of non-perials and the kids were like, what are these things? Like <laughs> they make anything look better. I like those. I like, oh, but really if I'm going Trader Joe's, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, I really love the peppermint Jojo's. And mm. if I'm and like, I'm going to take it a step further and even up the intensity, put some, um, the, the ones that are like dipped in chocolate, right? Like those are just amazing. It's like chocolate dipped Oreo, but peppermint flavored. And it is so dang good. I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a peppermint fan more than I, I really like mint around the holidays. So, mm-hmm. and, and peanut butter and chocolate, those are the two. So <laughs> that's like anything chocolate we can go, we can yeah, work yeah. with. <laughs> All right. So Jen, you are a mom of four, as we said, and you have a work and family schedule that makes me just exhausted when you talk about it. So I'm curious, like, how do you prioritize things around the holidays? And so this isn't really even a food question, maybe, but like, how do you take care of yourself, I guess, and and figure out what's most important to you? Well, it's hard. I have to say it's not easy. It's it's that time of year, which does get me a little bit anxious because the first thing to cross off the list is like your workout or, or a healthy meal because you're just going, going, going. But I think at this stage, I'm so used to finding convenient alternatives or ways to sneak out a workout in, even if it's just like 20 minutes, you know, maybe I can't get an hour, but maybe I can go for a 20 minute run. Like I've, I've come to terms with the fact that that's the time of year and it's fine because it'll all go away and I'll get back on schedule later. Sure. But I also kind of always, tell myself, I am not going to feel good or be a patient mom or, you know, enjoy the holidays if I don't get my run in or my workout in. So I do try to prioritize it as much as possible. And the other thing is, you know, if it, if I skip a day or two here, I don't, you know, really feel as guilty maybe as I used to when I was a lot younger, Sure, because I just know that it's just a big picture thing in one or two days. Like I skipped two days this week just because we were on the road and doing crazy things, but I got back on the wagon yesterday and then I feel awesome. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to skip two days. Again. Yeah. Yeah. That two days is, is a, is that 48 hours to me is a tough, it's a yeah. tough hurdle to overcome. Well, and so you talked about nutritious meals, like what kind of strategies do you use for feeding your family around this time of year? Because I imagine you're coming and going from sports practices, holiday concerts, all that kind of thing. Yeah. A couple of things. I mean, I could say meal prepping is good, but I feel like that kind of falls off the list this time of year too, because you just don't have that time. Yeah. So have enough 
quick meals in my arsenal, which I call it. And I'll just, you know, throw things together last minute. Like I have enough things that I can prepare within 15 to 30 minutes. And then it's not as overwhelming and everybody kind of knows, okay, we're going to have, you know, A, B or C option tonight. (laughs) Or some days it comes down to like whatever's in the fridge and I'll just make a mystery meal because I only have certain ingredients there because I didn't go to the grocery store in time. Sure. You know, if you have enough of those backup meals, backup recipes, quick things, that's the first thing that I turn to. The second thing I turn to is convenient things that we order out. Like last night, for example, we came back from a hockey game and we didn't get back till eight o'clock. So on the way home, we stopped at this. I don't know if you guys have this where you are, but it's like a make your own pizza place where it's like thin crossed. Sure. Fire oven and it's really quick. They make it in like 10 minutes, but you can put anything you want on it. So you can ask for lots of veggies or extra chicken on it if you want protein or whatever, but you can, you can make it as healthy or not healthy as you want to, but it's quick and it's easy to pick it up, bring it home. And I didn't have to cook anything. I literally said that to my husband last night. I'm like, this is, (laughs) I didn't have to cook anything tonight. (laughs) Wait, what's What's the name of that restaurant? I'm I'm blanking on it. There's a couple of them. There's one right near us called Pyology. Oh, okay. But the bigger chain called Mod Pizza. Mod. Yes, yeah, Mod Pizza. That yeah, yeah, that is a favorite of mine for sure. That yeah. used to I used to stop there a lot coming home from uh, volleyball. There's there's another one too called Blaze. So they're and they're all exactly the same, you know, kind of restaurant, make your own pizza thing, and they're all just as as healthy. So I like them all. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's pretend it's 4 p.m. on a Tuesday and a listener has no idea what she's making for dinner tonight. What would you recommend, Jen? Short of ordering out, even though we were just talking about that pizza, which sounds amazing, but let's say she wants to cook a home cooked meal. What what should she do? Okay. Assuming you have these ingredients in your house, which I typically do because I do, you know, my, my Costco run, my Trader Joe's run, my grocery store run. So you have like, you know, the basics, but this is a really quick and easy one. And I always have some chicken breasts in my fridge or freezer. So you uh, slice up chicken breasts into strips. I get that chili seasoning mix actually from Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's may come up a number of times. (laughs) (laughs) We're not sponsored by Trader Joe's, but maybe we could be, Dimity. (laughs) I know, I know, right? I I would like a box, a a crate of those cookies sent to my house. That would be nice. (laughs) All right, all right. So we got the taco or the spice mix and the the chicken breasts, Jen. Yep, chili seasoning mix on the, and I just cook them up in my cast iron pan. And then in another cast iron pan, I do the same seasoning with onions and peppers. And then- Doing that literally takes 10 minutes. I mean, the most labor-intensive part of it is cutting up the chicken into strips and cutting up the peppers and onions. And that's it. All you do is like stir fry them in your pan. And then I'll have some tortillas, whether they be high-protein tortillas from Trader Joe's or they sell them in another bunch of different places or just regular tortillas that you like, flour or corn, doesn't matter. And that's you warm, warm them up in the oven and then you are done. You can top them with salsa or if you have avocados, you can put, throw sliced avocados in there. You can kind of doc, put hot sauce if you like hot sauce, doctor them up. You know, everybody in my family likes different things. So they doctor them up how they like. And that's it. Literally less than 30 mm. minutes. Love it. I love that. You know, actually, I, I have a variation of that, which I'm sure everyone does. But I, it's, but it's, I just do it on a sheet pan, right? Oh, nice. And I like that. And there's, I mean, it says, you know, the recipe says like, if you can, you know, do this like 25 minutes in advance so you can marinate it a little bit. It has some oil in it, obviously. Um, But yeah, it's one of our favorites around here. And it lasts, like, I usually like double the amount so that we have it for like, put on salads later Mm -hmm. or send it to the kids, you know, send it to school for lunch, you know? So yeah, I like that one. Good, good. Leftovers are life. (laughs) Leftovers are life. (laughs) I love it. I love it. 
Okay. One more hypothetical situation here, Jen, and then we'll, and then we'll talk a little bit more about your nutrition philosophy, but you're going to go to a party tonight where you know the cocktails are going to be strong and there's going to be a dining room table full of sugar. Everyone was asked to bring a dessert. So do you have a strategy going in? I mean, you want to like, I definitely want to like make it clear. We want you to enjoy yourself. We're not going to be like, okay, well, I'll just have, you know, some seltzer water and um, nibble on a Hershey kiss cookie the whole time. Like, how do you kind of like enjoy yourself, but not like get so far in that you're just like, oh, I I don't feel good, you know? Yeah. I love this question because I think this is where everybody kind of struggles over the holidays. And this is pretty typical. I'll have people come to me and be like, well, I'm not going to eat all day because I have a party tonight and I want to, you know, indulge or have some treats or whatever. But that's really not a great strategy because once you get to the party, you're going to be so hungry. Your blood sugar is going to be really low. You're going to be very fatigued. And then you are probably going to overdo it in the sugar and alcohol department just because you're physiologically craving things because your blood sugar is out of whack. So I always treat every day as a normal day. And I don't care if it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or holiday party. Every day you need to fuel yourself optimally so that when you get to those situations, you can enjoy it and it doesn't feel like an overwhelming experience and there's no guilt associated with it. And you can still enjoy yourself, but you're not hurting your body in the process. That makes sense. So if I was to go to this party tonight, I would have breakfast this morning, yep. which I did, <laughs> oatmeal and berries. And, you know, my morning snacks, say after my run and a nice balanced lunch and a snack before the party. And actually, if it wasn't just a dessert party and there mm-hmm. was any real food there, I would have a small dinner before I went to that party just to fill my stomach. And then I would have like a glass of wine or a cocktail and pick my favorite treat when I was there. Love it. Love it. Well, and that's that's great. You kind of already answered this question, but tell us a little bit about your overall nutrition philosophy. Um, your private practice focuses on performance nutrition for athletes, but that's obviously like a big tent performance nutrition. So tell us about how performance nutrition also influences everyday nutrition and vice versa. Yeah. So I do focus on performance nutrition, but when you look at it, everyone's an athlete, right? There's just... Yeah levels of athletes. So I think everyone needs to fuel their body for their goals, no matter if it's, I want to run a 5k or I'm training for a marathon or anything in between. So, and that's really my philosophy is we have to understand normal eating, the foundational principles of nutrition, you know, why we're, everybody eats, every human on the planet eats, right? It's what we need to survive. So we weren't really ever really taught how to eat. Like we were taught how to use a fork and a spoon, but we were never taught how to balance a meal or how to balance a day or how to balance your fueling to your sport and your activity. And that's really the bridge that I like to gap for people so that they understand why they're eating and how to implement that into their daily lives. So just circling back to the many nutritious miles, since you kind of just hit it there, what gave you the idea in the first place to start up this program? Let me chime in here just for a second, just because uh, like definitely um, I'm super psyched to have Jen there. But what we wanted to do around Another Mother Runner is we wanted to get a program going that kind of like mirrored many happy miles where it's like a taste of like in many happy miles, like you get like, you know, we bring in a yoga instructor for a month or a Pilates instructor for a month and you get to try that. And if it feels really good, like then you that's something that you can pursue, right? On your own. So like Jen said, not a lot of people were taught how to eat. Like, of course, bring the fork to the mouth, of course, but I can tell you, it wasn't until like I sat down in a program with Ellie <laughs> that I was like, wow, there's a, there's a, 
a way to do this. And so what we wanted to do was kind of just sprinkle in the tidbits. So each month we're going to have a different focus. So the first month is going to be protein. And the next month is, well, we don't know what our next month is going to be yet. We have a list we have to choose. Um, but it's just a chance to either like polish up or actually just learn the basics of nutrition and in like a very casual environment and not a lot of pressure. You know, you can do it as you wish. And if you know a lot about say hydration, then the hydration month, you can kind of just like, okay, I'm just going to kind of cruise along. But if that's something that you feel like you really need to work on, then you have a chance to kind of dig in and really digest the materials and put them into practice. Sounds great. Yes. And having Jen on board, just knowing her personally, her personality is going to add so much too, because she's just such a great, relatable, personable person too. Okay. So Jen, let's talk about the 12 months of nutrition basics. Can you share some of the tenets of nutrition you'll be focusing on throughout the year? Yeah, absolutely. So in January, we're going to start with protein because there's so much hype about protein right now and it's misunderstood. So we're going to dive into that a little bit. Each month after that, we're going to talk about other topics like carbs, you know, are they the enemy or not? No. No, they're not. They're not the enemy, by the way. I don't think so. <laughs> That's actually, they are definitely not the enemy. They are a friend. That Fat's also not the enemy. And we're going to talk about things like supplements and hydration and sweat rate and electrolyte balance and what sports gels to use and bars and shoes and all that kind of stuff that's in the running world. And one of my favorites is easy meal and snack ideas for busy people, because that's kind of like the world I live in. And uh, race ready meals. So if you're training for a race, we're going to talk about race meals. We're going to also talk about recovery nutrition and um, also topics like how nutrition impacts managing stress. So a lot, a lot of fun topics that are important for everyone and their lifestyle, whether it is, you know, because of running or to help running or just to help health and wellness in general. Agreed. Agreed. And I like, because it is like, it is kind of that bridge between like sports nutrition and lifestyle nutrition. And like you said, they're kind of all, you know, the Venn diagram of those two things overlaps a lot for, for athletes. Um, so, but it's nice that there's going to be a little bit of taste of both things, right. That, um, that you can apply to both parts of your life. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause a healthy yeah. human is going to be a better runner and we're also going to be able to run for a longer period of time. So that's the big picture here. I love it. I love it. All right. Back on the spot again, Jen, how are you ringing in the new year? Oh, great question. And I am so boring these days, but I'm going to have my college daughter home and she's only home for a week. So I'm hoping that she'll be around and my husband works. So honestly, I think it's just going to be a quiet night with my kids. Hopefully I'm sure my teenagers will go out, but I'll still have to pick them up or all that jazz. Yeah. <laughs> doing all the mom stuff, I guess. That's that's just the way it is for a while, right? And then your husband's a doctor. He works in the hospital, right? So that's where he'll be. He has a lot of night shifts, so he'll, he'll be working New Year's Eve. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, all good problems to have. Exactly. All right. Well, we're just so excited to have you for this program. And if anyone else there wants more information, we're going to link the program in the show notes. And just a reminder, registration closes for the year on January 15th, 2023, and won't open again for another year. And new and returning members of Many Happy Miles, you get a 20% off discount. So that's one more incentive to join this awesome program run by Jen. It's going to be amazing. So, so excited to have you. I can't wait. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Jen. Talk to you soon. Many, you. Uh, happy New Year. I was going to say many happy miles. Happy, but happy, New Year. <laughs> happy, happy New Year and a healthy one. Yeah, you too. Yeah, thank you. We'll be right back after this break. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So now we're going to switch over to the sister program of Many Nutritious Miles, which is Many Happy Miles. It's one of our most popular programs here at Another Mother Runner. And we are thrilled to unveil our fifth year of Many Happy Miles starting on January 1st. In case this is the first time you're listening, Many Happy Miles offers unique workouts every month, strength circuits, lifestyle challenges. You get a special welcome gift. You get to decide between a tumbler or a really cool long sleeve tech shirt. We'll have guest coaches, including a monthly Ask the Physical Therapist session. There's just so much. Um, it's a lot to unpack and a lot to listen to when I'm like listing it off. But the reason why we started Many Happy Miles, I just want to give a little background, is originally we wanted it to kind of be that net that caught you in between races because we would have people come off of training programs and be like, okay, I just ran a marathon. I'm so proud of myself, but now what do I do? You know, I don't want to run another marathon. I don't want to go back to day one of that training plan, but I also don't want to lose like the fitness and more importantly, like the consistency in the momentum that I have. So that's why we started Many Happy Miles. And then the pandemic came and we tweaked it a little bit. So now Many Happy Miles has like live workouts three times a week. The whole point of MHM, as we call it around these parts, is we really want to just keep you moving forward. And it could be that that could be a walk or it could be that you're training to try to qualify for Boston. It really doesn't matter. Like you're just every day or most days of the week, you have some kind of forward motion, some kind of sweat, some kind of movement in your life. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. And I just have to say, that's kind of where I am. I love how you said it's a net to catch you in between races because, you know, I just did my marathon. I did a half marathon and now I don't really have anything on the schedule. And I'm really, really excited about like just following the many happy miles plan because you know, just, it'll keep me moving. Um, and also to give you a taste of the program, we're going to bring on too many happy milers to share about their experience with it. Uh, first up, we have Kellen Seleski of Norton Shores, Michigan. Hello, Kellen. Hello. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Kellen. So tell us a little bit about your running background and also your family. I'm just curious, do you have kids or that kind of thing? Yes, I have two kids and they're actually the reason that I got into running um, <laughs> <laughs> to get away from them. No. Um, so I did run uh, cross country in high school, but didn't really enjoy it. And then did absolutely nothing throughout college. But when I was pregnant with my daughter, Lydia, pregnancy does weird things to your brain. Yes. And I... <laughs> had it in my mind that it would be fun to try and run a half marathon once I had her. And so I mentioned that to my husband and asked him if he would want to do that with me. 
I 100% thought he would say, absolutely not. You're insane. Well, he said, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Neither one of us were a runner. I don't think he even owned a pair of running shoes. But after six weeks after I had my daughter, we did a couch to 5k program and butted it up to um, the beginners half marathon program in the train like a mother book. Oh, good for you. That's awesome. (laughs) And then uh, we did our first half marathon when she was like six months old. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. That is amazing. That's like a, it's like almost a mirror story to Sarah and me. Like I was pregnant with Ben. It was my second one. I'm like, I've got to run a marathon, but I, and I asked her and she said, yes. And I was like, okay, now I guess we're doing it. You know? (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's great. And how old is your daughter now? She's 11. And then I've got a nine-year-old son also. Okay. Okay. So you've been at this for quite a while now. For now, yeah, it seems yeah. it seems weird to not have been a runner because right. I enjoy it so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, did you race in 2022, or do you have any big race plans for 2023? Yes, and yes. In 2022, me and my husband and my best running friend, we always do this winter half marathon. It's on the weekend closest to Groundhog Day. Called oh. the Groundhog Half Marathon, and it's in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. And you know the movie Groundhog Day, where the same thing happens over and over and over again. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, that's what happens with this race. It's a looped course. <laughs> you do it over and over and it. over again. <laughs> what, how how long is the loop, Kellen? It's four miles, four and okay. change. So the half okay. you do three, three loops, times. but it is. Um, Usually notoriously cold and notoriously snowy, and they don't plow it. So mm. it's a oh, special race. Wow, it's <laughs> a special race. <laughs> at the end, there's chili and beer, and there is a secret fireball whiskey shot aid station. So it's it's wow. a lot of fun. <laughs> they find ways to warm you up in that snow. <laughs> exactly. But in 2023, me and a couple of friends are running Dopey in Disney. Oh, wow. So are you going to do both? Are you going to do Dopey Disney and Groundhog? That's a a strong start (laughs) to the year. That's awesome. No, I mean, I think that's very cool. Yeah. So we're doing Dopey in January. And then I honestly probably won't do much running until Groundhog. There you go. I love it. That's okay, though, because I mean, that one, you don't go for pace. You just go to get through it and get your chili. Yeah, that makes you feel like so hearty. Like Jen, Jen said earlier, you know, anytime you finish a race, it doesn't matter what happens. You always feel just so good. Absolutely. So, so Kellen, what, when did you join Many Happy Miles? And can you remember why you joined it? Yeah, I'm a Many Happy Miles OG. So you are uh, nice. I, I am. I signed up right when it first came out. And I just thought it was just a really cool way to stay engaged throughout all year. And uh, I'm always one that likes a plan. And if I'm not training for a race and I don't have something to check off every day, I loved the fact that we had, you know, monthly workouts. There was something you could do every single day. And so I really, really liked all that was offered even back when it first started. And then I grew to really like the Facebook community as well. So you just mentioned Facebook. We know Facebook's not for everyone, but it is a big part of the Many Happy Miles program. And you have called it even your favorite corner of social media, which we love. So what is so special to you about that community? I love it. Well, just the ease of it. You know, it seems 
nowadays that everybody's on social media all the time, you know, whether we like it or not, it just kind of seems the way of the world. And I love that it's such an easy way to connect with other runners. You know, if I'm just scrolling, I see pictures of people on beautiful runs or asking questions about things. And I know I've asked many, many questions. You know, it's really great to have a nice, easy go-to place where I know I'll be able to get an answer. Love it. I love it. Well, and so tell us, because you are training for for Dopey right now. I know a lot of people are like, well, I'm going to, I have some big race plans in 2023. So I'm not sure if many happy miles is for me. So can you just talk a little bit about the parts of the program that you use, even though you're following a different structured training plan? Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's actually one of the things that I love about many happy miles, because there are so many different facets of it, no matter what I'm doing running wise, I can always like kind of cherry pick the things that work for me. And what has seemed to work the best is if I'm following, you know, like the dopey plan or a half marathon or marathon plan, I take the workouts, like the running specific workouts from the specified plan. But then whenever it calls for cross training or a strength circuit, I would pull the strength circuit for many happy miles because I tend to like those better. (laughs) And, And they're fun and they're exciting and they change. Yes, they do. Yeah. And then the addition of the PT workout or not workouts, but the, um, at the PT segment and the workshops, those, you know, will benefit you no matter if you're training for a race or not. Totally. Totally. Awesome. Okay. So Kellen, we're putting you on the spot as well. How are you celebrating the new year? Oh, I'm boring. (laughs) I have to work. (laughs) Oh, you have to work. Oh, even worse. Yeah. I, I work. And then earlier in the day, as it stands right now, my Actually, my entire family, we all do karate as well. And oh. it, we have um, a belt test. Oh, that's I, fun. That's yeah, a good they scheduled it New Year's Eve, which is kind of <laughs> weird, but that <laughs> it is what it is. Did, so does your whole do. family go together and you'll all do yeah, the belt test? Oh, that's really cool. Do. I like yep. that. What color are you uh, testing for? Oh, gosh. If this one happens, I'll be testing for my brown belt. Mm. Is that a level so. below? black i don't know yes wow because that's the only color i know is your black belt (laughs) in karate so wow that is pretty impressive i mean that it's very impressive yeah it's it's fun my kids started it gosh three years ago and honestly my daughter could beat me up um (laughs) (laughs) i hope she never has to do that Um, she's she's a level ahead of me but yeah we've started at different times and so it's kind of a fun family thing that's really fun Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, that is a, that's a very good answer. So I actually, I really like that one. So <laughs> good. good job. All right. Well, thanks, Kellen. We really appreciate you coming on and sharing and um, stay warm in Michigan. I hope training goes well, continues to go well for Dopey. And gosh, I think we kind of got to see some pictures, maybe like the fireball station. Let's, let's see a couple <laughs> pictures of that up on the Many Happy Miles Facebook page. Oh, will do. All right. Awesome. Next, we have Sadie Myers, who is joining us bright and early from Phoenix, Arizona. Sadie, thank you for getting up and being here with us today. You are welcome. Happy to be here. Awesome. Awesome. So you live in Phoenix. Tell us a little bit more about yourself, your family, your running background, you know, your like little, you know, elevator pitch of your bio. Okay. Well, I'm 48 years old. I'm an Aquarius. I like long walks by the beach. (laughs) Um, I'm an Aquarius too. 
Hey. Yay. <laughs> um, I have four children and they're grown. My littlest is 19 now and the oldest is um, 25. So I just had them every couple of years. Wow. Yeah, it's a good time. And I miss when they were little but not enough to go back there. Yes. <laughs> back in the day, I was a dancer and I was 5'10", 110 pounds and just used to being active every day. And then my mother and I don't get along. So I thought, let's join the army when I was 17. So then in the army, I learned I could run. I didn't know I was a runner. It never crossed my mind. But um, they put you in the groups when you're running in the army. And I was always running with the the man drill sergeants and just a couple of these girls who were like really tough girls. And then at some point it dawned on me, oh, I'm in the A group. So it just, <laughs> the dance cardio got me ready for that. And then I started having the babies and I worked after the first two. And then when I got to quit my job, um, you get comfortable and you bake cookies every Sunday. And I mean, I did. And so, so you just, I was uncomfortable in my skin. So then the running thing came uh, probably 2011, my daughter was on a softball team and one of the moms said, hey guys, I just ran a half marathon. You guys should run with me. Let's do this five miler. And I said, <laughs> five miles in a row? And it seems <laughs> so far. So we did that. And then that led to um, half marathon the next year. That's where I met Dimity was in 2013. She came to Phoenix for an expo. I remember. Well, did you meet us at Rock and Roll? Yes. Oh my gosh. You're probably the only person there, Sadie, that we meet. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, yeah. wow. Thank you for reminding me of that. Oh, for sure. It was so awesome. I went home immediately and fanned the page and bought the books. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so that good, good. Wow. I've done marathons as well. And of course I used the book, the train like a mother book. And I ran my first couple marathons following that plan. And then I did a uh, heart rate training plan. And and so then, then I was like, oh, I'm a runner. So that's been fun. Nice. Nice. Well, I know you've talked a little bit about this. You've had a really hard year and uh, difficult is to put it mildly. Can you share a little bit about what you went through this year? Because um, I know everyone is going to have speed bumps in their life, right? Right. And I don't know. I mean, like the badass mother runner thing really called to me because I'm not or was not an emotional person, like didn't cry when I got married, didn't cry when I had the four babies, don't cry when I break my foot. There's just no tears because tears were used against us when we were kids. You can't show weakness. Wow. Okay. And so then my dad, um, and at the end of 21, he got real sick. And um, my my mom would call me frantic, hysterical every morning. He fell out of bed. He's he can't get up off the floor. I don't think he's breathing. He's got the death rattle. And she would just call me every morning and not ever just say, could you come over? And I was like, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. So wow, that was for you. my December like, and the end of November. I showed up and my dad wanted somebody to calm my mom because I'm so steady. I am the family rock. Um, just my presence would bring her down a notch. And then I would make sure she had food and I would love on dad as much as I could. But then that meant, of course, that I was there when he passed and I did not intend to be there. And and so that that was a big, big challenge. A couple of weeks later, we have his wow. funeral and my best running friend who was one of the moms who, who ran that five miler with us couldn't go to the funeral and she had to have a, a cancerous tumor removed. And that was December 28th. So that's, that's how I came into 22. So she, and, and it was bad cancer and she passed away in April and boy, 
did that wreck me? I, me, who's never cried in my adult life, uh, just wrecked. Uh, forget about TV, forget about social media. Uh, my husband said, I don't know how to help you. And I said, I don't know either, but will you make sure I am fed and watered? So he would mm -hmm. make sure I had meals and something to drink. So then you try to get back to normal life at some point or do something that was normal. And throughout that whole window, I'd print out the monthly materials for many happy miles. I'm like, I'm putting this on the clipboard. And when I'm ready to run, I, I know something's ready for me. And I wouldn't have to think about it. And I just kept printing them out largely, largely ignored. <laughs> but every now and again, you know, pop on for a strength training or do a little walk or something. It was a challenging window. It was challenging. Yeah. Still in it. <laughs> wow. Like, cause yeah. now's the anniversary of everything. My dad passed away on December sure. 13th. Melissa's birthday is December 18th. And then you're right into the wow. holidays. Of course. Mm. It's so odd and strange how life intersects in that way where you're just like, how much can I take? Oh, you've been through a lot and we are just profoundly impacted by your resolve and your willingness to share and be so transparent about, about it all. And you did say, you know, that you printed out the program and you kept it on your clipboard and whether it collected dust or not, it was there. Can you just talk a little bit more about how many happy miles kept you moving forward and the community? Yeah, the community, I think, was just a huge surprise that that's what I glommed on to. That was something where, oh, my goodness, I would check the Facebook page every single day because you kind of get to know these people. I'm not great with names, but like I started recognizing sure. their little minions who would run with them or their big kids who were doing big kid stuff. And um, gosh, everybody runs in interesting places. I live in the desert. This is not interesting. It's dirty and gross and hot most of the time. So I would pop onto the Facebook page and I would not scroll Facebook. I would pop onto the Many Happy Miles page because I, there was solace in seeing these normal everyday people, all walks of life, all variety of everyone. Everybody was so different, but we have that commonality. And so when you lose your best running friend, and even as she got sick, there were a couple of times where I wasn't talking to my real life friends, but I would feel comfortable enough to put up a post there. And I mean, bless that page for just being people that throw out the good, the bad and the ugly, but in a way that there's not animosity or controversy. It really is just us living our life and sharing it with our friends. And that, wow, that was something I look forward to every day. Oh, that's so nice. I'm so glad that you had that. Again, it's kind of a net that caught you. Oh gosh, um, yeah. And many you had in nets in your life. Well, I'm curious because, you know, we are all dealing with... um you know, parents, we're all aging, unfortunately. Yes. Um, I'm going to find a cure, but I just don't have it <laughs> right on my fingertips right now. So you get it, girl, you get it. <laughs> <laughs> how do you, how did you, can you talk a little bit about how you kind of came back to your, after you got through your feeding and watering stage and then kind of found your feet underneath you again, like how you came back to running and exercise and quote unquote real life? Yeah. That's a really interesting question that I have not even thought about because you're, in that void or I was, I know everybody grieves differently. And so I was definitely, it was a void. There was just nothing. Yeah. And wow. I needed emotional support, tennis shoes. My <laughs> Melissa gave me her shoes when I cut her hair. I wouldn't oh, take money. No. <laughs> She's like, let me pay you. And I was like, no, but can I have your ultras? <laughs> <laughs> were you, you were the same size. Too? Yes. Yes. Same oh, size shoes. So, wow. um, that was fun. And I went, um, gosh, 
I lost another family member in November. He was my husband's cousin and my second husband. We always joked that he was my husband because we make a good couple and and his wife and my husband make a cute couple. So he was just my spare husband and he passed away the day that I found out my dad was in hospice and his wife runs the hot chocolate race every single year. And she put a call out like, hey, anybody, this race falls on our anniversary and I, I need my friends. So my little sister and I, we, we went to Dallas and we ran a 5K um, for her too. So I think honestly, speaking to someone else about their grief, we shared our death day stories and I had not talked about my dad's death day to anyone because that was February and we got on the race course. Kid you not, I took a selfie with every random stranger I saw. Like I am in everyone's <laughs> photos and, and here's me like in between these photos, I'm literally crying because it was so emotional to be with that group of people. And we came together to help April get through this and it was helping. It really helped me. So at the end of that race, we were all walking to the parking lots. We'd had our hot cocoa and I see this stranger just jumping in the grass, like just having the time of her life. And I realized there's a freaking Ferris wheel behind her. I I dropped my bag with my sister and I ran over to that lady and I was like, jump with me. <laughs> so Aww. I jumped into her jumping photos and she's like, I'm so tired. And I'm like, one more jump. We can do one more jump. And then she texted me the photos. So in, in a big griefy day, I made a new best friend by the Ferris wheel. So that's what I recommend. That's what helped me. Um, I am a goofball by nature. But but yeah, so how I, I don't know, I don't know that I'll ever really be um, done with this grief, you know, like, I don't know what happens next. Um, And my motto that I learned in the army is always forward, you just always forward. And so that's what I do. So when I realized, oh, what makes me happy getting outside, man, running, doing something, dancing with my friends, jumping by Ferris wheels, those things make me happy, bring me joy. And I need to reconnect with those on a regular basis. So again, like, okay, I got something on my clipboard that is ready for me. Every, every time I need it, it's right there. I don't have to think about it. So thank you for that. (laughs) And I, I signed up the second year you guys were doing this. Oh man, I thought this is right up my alley. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, we're so lucky to have you, Sadie. So here we are on the cusp of a new year. Sadie, tell us how you're going to be ringing it in this year. Yeah, we, we got to have like a dance or a jump or something or Ferris wheel. I mean, what are we doing? That's so <laughs> true. I've got to make it bigger than my original plan of jammies and not leaving the house. <laughs> um, and if that's your plan, that's awesome too, because that's my plan. Yeah, just so you know. As this sounds really nice to me too. So. <laughs> it is what I typically, I don't like to um, be out on the road on New Year's. And so many, many years ago, I pulled the plug. I'm like, oh, I'm not going anywhere. And so our my kids usually, they, for many, many years, they ran a 5K with Grampy on New Year's Eve. And then he would bring mm-hmm. the kids back about 1130 and they would all have their medals and just, they'd be adorable. And then you pour a little seven up into everybody's beautiful champagne flute. And then we toast the new year. You know, we always toast the new year at midnight and then go to bed. So I still do that. Only now some of them drink with me. (laughs) 
<laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sadie. Again, I know that you're still figuring it all out, but your energy is amazing and your perspective is infectious. So maybe I should say you're the other way around. Your perspective is amazing and your energy is infectious. <laughs> so thank you for joining us and sharing your story. Yeah, you're welcome. So just one more friendly reminder that registration for many nutritious miles and many happy miles is now open until January 15th. We'll put both links in the show notes to the registration page. Happy New Year to everybody. And of course, many happy miles, no matter where you're running or moving forward. (laughs) 